Hi guys, welcome to the first episode of the Quad Down Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Josh, but we'll get into my introduction a little later. Today we have some great get-to-know-us stuff, as well as our opinions on what's going to be happening with Top Thrill Dragster, which of course is going to be announced in just a few days by Cedar Point on August 1st. So we're going to get into some introductions really quickly, so you can get to know us, so you know who you're listening to. So first up, we have Flight of Taylor. Taylor, tell us a little bit about yourself. How did I know you were going to make me go first? Your name is first on the list. Well, whatever. (laughs) My name is Flight of Taylor. I make content mostly on TikTok, but I'm trying to get into that YouTube game. Um, I really like Flight of Fear. Aliens are really cool. And um, I also really like wooden coasters. And um, also, I don't know what else to say. So, Larry, tell us about you. (laughs) Okay. Well, hello. Uh, My name's Larry. otherwise known as KI Coaster Guy, make uh, videos on YouTube uh, on occasion. Um, <laughs> and I've also started messing around with, with uh, TikTok. Uh, and that's been fun. Uh, and that's about it. That's my entire... That's my entire everything existence. about you? That's everything that's about everything you. Don't, don't yeah. you have, like, a family? Oh, okay, yeah. Okay, yes, I have a family. Sorry. Oh, that's, that's all we need to know. You just have a family, yeah. okay? Yeah. Taylor, you no. have a family. <laughs> um, Taylor, I actually have a question for you real quick mm-hmm. So I'm going to derail immediately I mean, we're like a minute in But you said you like aliens Did you see the congressional hearing stuff today? I did, my coworker showed me that at work earlier And I was like, bro, <laughs> what? I heard nothing about it Except apparently the government said that aliens might be real Okay, so what they said was They can't say if it was extraterrestrials But there was a crash and there were um, biological remains that were non-human. Dude, they so that they I know can't what talk I'm doing about it in this podcast. <laughs> I'm watching that. Uh, well, let's let's look at another of our wonderful hosts, Liz. Do you believe in aliens? I do not. But flight of fear, those like little floaty things in the like waiting area. I for real thought that they were like for real alive for the longest time when I was younger I think I was probably 12 years old when I was like okay they're fake so nice I know it's tragic but now I know they're not real unless they oh, okay. are. I just don't know let me I want to ask you something do you know when it was that they like covered them up so you can't see the like aliens anymore I don't know there was a I had like a gold pass for as long as I can remember it. And there were just, I broke my leg. So there were just a couple years and I just didn't get to go. And I think it was one of those years that. You just broke gotcha. your leg? Oh yeah. I was making a TikTok and shattered my leg. I don't know if I've ever told any of you guys that. I was in a wheelchair for a year. We'll unpack that in a later episode. Um, <laughs> so tell us more about yourself besides your weak leg bones. Oh yeah. So my legs are fine now. I'm Elizabeth. Um, aka Zpop7 or your girls is depending on where you're coming from. I'm the digital media coordinator at Kings Island. So what you guys see content wise, I probably created it, but we have an awesome team of people that um are just putting in hard work to make sure that you guys are seeing what you love. And on the side, I do my own TikTok stuff. I'd love to get more into like the coaster world and like vlogging here soon once uh, life kind of slows down. But I'm definitely going to learn from you all and get some advice. Nice. That sounds like you are a very well-rounded social media guru. 
I love it. With bad legs. Um, With bad legs, We can bond over it. (laughs) Bond over (laughs) bad legs? Do you? Oh, you do have bad legs. That I do have bad. Different. I have bad entire body pain. Yeah. Oops. Yeah. Is that why you like no legs, Larry, so much? I think it is. I think secretly I know deep down that Larry and I could probably bond. Because sometimes <laughs> I wish I just didn't have them, you know? Might be easier. I could just hover in line. It'd be great. So I'm Josh from Station Way. <laughs> um, I'm probably best known for my YouTube videos, um, video essays, reviews, whatever I really feel like making. Uh, it's been a few months since i've uploaded but i have some stuff coming down the pipeline i swear i have three videos i'm working on larry you need to text me back about one of them no no shade um i also am on twitter i was on tiktok briefly that's kind of where i met taylor even though we didn't know we met um i got overwhelmed by tiktok because i went from like zero to 800 followers like in like two weeks or whatever and I kind of took a step back from TikTok. So you might not know me from TikTok. You probably know me from YouTube or Twitter. But yeah, I'm a content creator and I like talking to people. So we're doing a podcast. Do you have a family? I, uh, kind of. Kind of. That's all we need to know. (laughs) It's fair. I mean, I have one, but they're not really, they don't, whatever. We'll dive into that in like, you know, episode 100. (laughs) <laughs> okay well we gotta play it's not speaking about coasters it's a it's just a therapy session it's now it's just a therapy i mean i've already talked about aliens that's different so, um lots of stuff has been happening at cedar point for the last well two years but we'll say it's really amped up in the last month or so um are you guys all caught up on what's been happening yes I Vaguely. am not caught up on these new shipments that I saw you guys talking about earlier. Okay. So basically a TLDR, and I can probably rattle this off the top of my head because I just wrote a video about this yesterday, um, is the track got shipped off to Italy. A bunch of stuff is coming back, totaling, let's see if I can get this off the top of my head, 4,700 or 476,257 pounds of cargo has been shipped to Cedar Point from Italy in the last month. Um, it's all starting to get unpacked in the Breakers Express. We have brake fins or brake track that got placed last week or two weeks ago. Launch track got put on today. Uh, we got some new footers. We have a new turn into the station. Basically, they're announcing this ride on Tuesday, and they're just like, fine, we're just going to start working on it. You guys can figure it out before that. Right. So, <laughs> so, wait a minute. So... All that okay. So we got this huge shipment from Italy. Doesn't that just mean discussion over? No, really? technically. I mean, I know what you're getting at, and we can get into manufacture. We can talk about manufacture in a bit. But the direct answer to that is no, because the two shipping ports that they came from are like the ports you ship out of Europe to America. Oh, okay, I got you. Yeah, they they left out of Genoa and I'm gonna butcher this, Lacesa, and they landed in Newark. Which okay, is so like yeah, how you should be. Yeah. Okay, I got yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, there's other shipping details that in my mind confirms it, but I'll get into that more when I do my take on what's happening. Um, I kind of want you guys to go first because I've 
because I've been working on this video about dragsters marketing and stuff for so long, I've kind of had to keep on top of every detail. So I kind of want to see what you guys think as I'm going to say more casual observers. Yeah, fair. So, um, Larry, what are you, what are you thinking? Uh, okay. So, well, I think it's, I think Zamperla's doing in the job. Um, I think we're going to get a spike and really outside of that, I don't really know. I think that I'm seeing a lot of crazy stuff and I, <laughs> I would suggest that a lot of people maybe need to tone down their expectations a bit. So in, in terms of that's a big thing I'm trying to do personally is balance my expectations versus um, go in how do I explain this? Something that I always say in my line of work, um, I do a lot of customer service work in IT specifically, is um, under promise over deliver. Yeah. So, you know, if I know I can get something done today, I'm going to tell my client, oh, I'll have that done in three days. That way, if I deliver it today or tomorrow, they're happy. That kind of yes. stuff. Yes. Yeah. Good. Um, so I'm trying to heed my expectations in a way of like, I'm under promising to myself. Whereas what you're saying is a lot of people are over promising to themselves. Oh yeah. I absolutely um, think so. They think that all this crazy stuff's happening to it. I mean, I've lost track of what everybody is talking about. Oh, it's, yeah. you can literally, you could tell me like anything that has 2% of 2% of 2% of 2% of a chance. So we're talking like astronomically low odds. I've probably heard it at this point. <laughs> like, um, I guess to add a little bit more detail to what I'm thinking, I'd, don't think i mean unless there's some evidence to the contrary i don't think they're adding on to the top hat i don't really know why people think that or why they would do that um, the the biggest and i don't i'm not saying i believe they are but the biggest thing that i've seen people quoting as quote unquote evidence for that is that they haven't painted past a certain point and it seems like the paint has stopped okay i mean that's yeah. interesting that's interesting why would we paint it all though if we're gonna add like i feel like the painting comes last yes um yeah and then also when... i mean oh sorry uh no, but, no you're good but like uh i know he said what was it that tony said like this is about the experience not about breaking records or something around those lines uh i know what you're talking about i can't think of directly offhand what he said though it was something like that i believe um Yes, I know what you're talking about. Um, when you say spike, so in terms of spike and handling expectations, I've seen everything from 15 feet to 600 feet. Where are you leaning in the range of how high the spike's going to be? Uh, I mean, definitely not. <laughs> definitely not on the high end. I mean, I don't think it's going to be like a short little spike, but I guess I don't really have like a specific like height, but I, I don't think it's going to be anything crazy. Maybe closer to around like 300, 250. So you think um, with a spike that tall, are you thinking launch towards the top hat, launch backwards up the spike, launch back over the top hat? Or are you thinking launch up the short spike or quote unquote short, obviously, um, in comparison to the top hat, launch up the spike and then one big launch over the top hat? So, yeah, I always imagined that it would, you know, launch forward, try to go up the top hat, fall back down, mm, okay. uh, go back to the spike. Uh, and didn't they, wasn't, wasn't one of the teases that they put it on the wall. 
nowhere maybe, to go but back. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I wonder about that. So do you think they're just going to launch back? Um, I would have to. I'm going to let Elizabeth explain her theory before I answer that. Okay. Yeah. Let's hear, what, um, yeah. let's hear what Elizabeth has yeah. to say. Um, in the words of Taylor, I remember she said, my prediction, I mean, she said, it will be tall, fast, and Zamperla. So I'm going to go with that. But I've been paying close attention to their marketing as well. Just mm-hmm. how, like, even, like, frequency and how, like, they know kind of a thing. Like, whenever I see a post, I'm like, okay, something new is going to be there, obviously, because they're going to be, you know, two steps ahead. Yes. So that is kind of what I've been paying attention to. Yes. Um like you said, I do not think that they're going to expand I like the paint job. That was kind of like my clue or my given was, okay, they're not going to paint past that point. So I don't think that they're going to do that. But height of the spike, that's what I've been struggling with. Because I'm like, I'd like to kind of like agree with Larry that it's going to be in that 200, 300 range. But I don't know. That's That's been what's tripping me up. Do you mm-hmm. think it's going to be shorter than that? Or do you think it might be taller than that? Maybe just a tad taller, but I can't imagine it being like overly big, especially with the, there's nowhere to go but back. Like there's got to be obviously some momentum, but that's basically. I I, I hope it's well, not hope because I don't want to be like lowering my expectations, but it's not going to be the longest ride either. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, it's definitely not. Um, I I think it's very interesting what you say about the marketing with um how as soon as they say something something's about to happen because that the video the next video that i'm working on that i've been working on for months is i've been monitoring their marketing and that's basically the exact conclusion i came to with a little bit of a twist on it so still watch the video when it comes out everybody yeah of um, course. but it's basically like they don't have to say a word until they absolutely have to and they dominate the news cycle like for enthusiasts it's insane their marketing budget for this has been poster board that they screwed onto a fence yeah and they're dominated yeah yeah and like number one topic dominating to the point where i don't even know if people know holiday world has an announcement that day i didn't (laughs) exactly and Larry, you want to know what the funny thing is? Oh, yeah. What? The shipping manifesto for Holiday World's announcement shows that it's probably going to be a Vacoma family boomerang. Okay, well, then, fine. I'll, I'll pay attention to the Cedar Point one, I think. Yeah, I they're announcing one for Vacoma. I really want new Vacoma to come to America, but that, that's a whole, that's another thing. Yeah. But I like, I really want to ride a family boomerang, a new one, but don't announce it on the day of what is without doubt the biggest the biggest anticipated attraction of next year absolutely yeah just pretend um, that you have something going on for the next two weeks and then announce it you know like like because it'll be so washed to the side um like dorney's people are like why is cedar point's announcement so early and the answer is very clear to me it's because dorney's is on the 10th and if cedar point announced theirs within the same week nobody's going to care about what dorney's announcing it's yeah, just no, it's good spacing by both parks and Definitely. cedar fair yeah spot on and if they and, did it before then everyone's gonna be like whatever i just want to hear about top Phil Baxter. yes and i had heard through a very strong grapevine about a day and a half before dorney announced that they were going to be on the 10th that they were announcing on the 10th 
So I was trying to guess when Dragsters was. And then that was the day that Cedar Point announced. Like, I found out, like, three hours later of when Cedar Point was going to be. I had found Dorney's out, and then three hours later, Cedar Point announced the first, to give you the timeline. And as soon as I saw 8-1, and I had in the back of my mind Dorney is announcing on 8-10, I was like, oh, total sense now. Like, perfect sense. And I just, I, oh, I'm sorry, you go ahead. No, I was just going to say, and it's gotten to the point where, well, like I was saying, where they're loading all the stuff in the Breakers Express and saying, figuring it out. Like, they're not hiding it anymore because the announcement is next Tuesday. So, yeah. like... And they got to get going. Yeah. Um, but I, I, I'm so stoked. Like, I can't believe we're actually finally about to find out what they're doing. I agree. Um, it's going to be, without doubt, the most chaotic day in the enthusiast community this year. Yeah. Um, there's going to be a lot of good and a lot of bad. And I might have to hop off Twitter for part of that day. We're going to yeah, find out. I, I'm just going to choose to be excited. This does not happen very often around here. Correct. Correct. So, this is, this is yeah. like the Avengers Endgame of Coaster. Yeah, you just enjoy the experience. You know, it's, it's only every, you know, however many years that we get a new coaster at one of the Ohio parks. So just, you know, get excited about it. Taylor. Yes. Dragster. Um. So, I think it's going to be Arrow's comeback, for sure. Mm, okay. Ghost of Charles Din. I've already told you that. What? It's the Ghost of Charles Din that's working on it. Oh, okay. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> um, No, but I, I am in the Zamperla camp. It is... I If it's intimate, I'll be happy. But my hopes are just not there at this point. Um... It's going to be zoomy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, the spike, the spike I keep going back and forth on, I think realistically is going to end up being like probably 300, 350 feet. However, it would be really cool if they went for like that high, like 500 mark or whatever height record. I just don't think they will at this point. I feel like, that that's gone and passed. But didn't we say that the footers were like big enough for that? Yeah. Yeah. So what I was mm -hmm. about to pose to you guys, cause I'm going back and forth on the spike a lot too. Um, admittedly, I do not think it's going to be as tall as I'm about to propose, but for sake of talking it out, why are the footers twice as deep as millennium's footers? Yeah. Like, why build a structure that can go 600 feet? If you're not planning on going I'll say 450 plus. And at 450, you might as well hit 457. So let's say if you're not planning on it being taller than King the Ka, why are you digging holes 16 feet deep? Yeah. Uh, yeah. We were yeah. discussing that uh, the day we saw those. Uh, we learned what they were called, and I forgot what they were. Those giant caisson sleeves. Yes. Speaking yeah. of, me and Taylor were at Cedar Point this last weekend, and we looked past the fence. The caisson drill is back on site. Okay. No, that's the new train, obviously. No, that was the cherry picker. Oh, was that what I said that about? Okay. Yeah. So the... that's a good question, though, Josh. Like, I mean, I, I guess I wouldn't be surprised if it was, like, in the same range as, like, the top hat. That wouldn't be, like, a shock. I just, I guess I just don't see, like, 600 feet. Like, that just seems yeah, insane. I, I definitely agree that if we're talking about a new height record, 
were 457 to let's say 520 is the range that we're looking at. We're not looking at anything right. above that. I would definitely agree with that. Um, but to give you guys, I'll kind of lay out everything that I've seen that leads me to my point. Um, first of all, like I said, all of those shipping containers that have come from Italy, um, they have all been sent using the same shipping carrier, which Italian Zamperla and American Zamperla are both in the top two clients or the top 20 clients of all time for that shipping carrier. And Intamin is not in the list for top 20 clients. Um, well, no other manufacturers. So that leads me to believe Zamperla. Um, because why not? Why else would you? I just, the way that I assume shipping logistics works is when you're talking about that much volume of shipping, you probably get a bulk discount with your shipper. I would imagine, yeah. So I would assume Intamin has their shipper that they usually go to for a bulk discount. Zamperla has... Super what? sneaky. Yeah, well, that's what I'm getting at is... Um, if Cedar Point wanted it to be that sneaky, they'd have to pay the difference in shipping costs. And is Cedar Point going to want to pay... We're talking millions of dollars of shipping contracts here. We're not talking about, you yeah. know, five ninety five. throw it in the post office. So, like, is, it, is Cedar Point going to want to pay millions of dollars to cover up the manufacturer? No. Exactly. No. And that's, that's uh, if you don't mind, uh, that's one thing that I think people need to just get out of their minds. Like, Cedar Point does not, Cedar Fair does not care. They don't do any of this stuff to try to trip you up or lead you down the wrong path. No, I don't believe they do any of that. If they do, like I'm going to say there are times where we have been led down the wrong path, but I think it's not the park intentionally doing it. It's the park just staying silent and letting enthusiasts talk yeah. themselves into something. Yeah. Let me clarify. I guess what I mean is when, when people are like, okay, when like the Orion plans leaked and they were like, oh no, this is just to cover up the real yeah, plans. Yeah. No, they don't do that. <laughs> They're not yeah. paying somebody to design a fake layout. To, you know. Yeah, that would be the equivalency yeah. of um, Dorney pitching the ride to the town and we can all find out about it. And then, oops, we bait and switch. That's not actually the footers. And we secretly filed with the town when no one was looking. Yeah. Like, why would you pay to go through all that? I just don't think it's important enough to them. Like exactly. If an it's, enthusiast figures out who the manufacturer is, I don't think that's, that doesn't matter. It's free marketing. Like that's part of the fun in a way, you know, like yeah. Yeah. watching people guess and watching people, cause that builds up the hype and that's free marketing too. You know, that's. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so Elizabeth, you were involved in the marketing of adventure port. Yes, um, I was. Obviously a lot of people were sticking their phones over the fence and looking at the progress and all that stuff. Did the park, like, right. did you guys ever internally say, like, or did you have discussions about that at all? Like, oh, this is good, or we don't want people doing this, or anything like that? I think the only concern majorly was safety, making sure that people, you know, weren't hopping the fence. Yes, okay, yes. But we honestly, like, when we'd go out and walk, it, it was, like, kind of, like, not refreshing. I don't know if that's the right word, but exciting to see people, oh, my gosh, look, they put the barrels in, or oh, my gosh, what do you yeah, think yeah, that, yeah. like, yeah. Uh, for Soul Spin? And like when we got the shipments in for that, because that was really quick. Um, I feel like even the park was surprised by just how quick Soul Spin was able to be put together. But um, yes. 
I think that Kings Island does a great job at just letting people be excited without, you know, putting the like putting our blockers up and saying like, no, you guys need to wait yeah. on us. It's more like let's yeah. do it together. And I love that ter- uh, togetherness of our park, especially. Yeah, I really like that you say that um, because a line in my video is I gen. This is a quote. I genuinely do not believe the construction walls are to stop us from seeing. It's to stop people from walking into the construction zone. I think that, yeah. Yeah. yeah, It really totally. is. Because if we didn't because, want you guys in the area, we'd block it out, you know? Like, exactly. they block and it like, And especially at Cedar Eiffel Point. Eiffel Tower, too. <laughs> yes. You'd have to close the Eiffel Tower. Cedar Point would have to close Power Tower and Iron Dragon and Corkscrew. And, like, they know we can see over the fence. So they just changed their marketing strategy to, fine, we're going to show you everything. Figure it out on your own. Right. <laughs> and I feel like at the same time, like... If all that stuff was shut down, then you would know something big is happening. So yes, hundred <laughs> percent. So be, yeah. like, be grateful that we're along for the ride, especially with like the Cedar Point thing. Yes. So I think we can safely agree that all of the evidence at least points to Zamperla. If nothing else that we can all agree on, it's Zamperla. Yeah, hundred uh, percent. I've I've thought that pretty much the whole time. I I was kind of getting swayed by the intimate thing for a while. And that would have been cool. But at this point, now I'm to the point where I, I kind of want to see what Zamperla would do. Oh, know? no, a hundred percent. I'm rooting for them because a lot yeah. of people don't realize. And this is something that's kind of got under my skin recently is people compare Zamperla's old roller coaster portfolio, not realizing that Zamperla about a year and a half to two years ago underwent a corporate change and they spun off their roller coaster design section of their company to basically be a quote-unquote sister company yeah so like nothing that they've done in the past with roller coasters can really be like this is a new coast like it's a new chance for them basically yeah nobody is treating it that way yeah haven't they invested some insane amount of money into building that coaster division yeah As, as far as i know they built an entire new manufacturing facility um r d facility and ground up built a new roller coaster engineering software yeah I so mean, like sure there will be stumbles but i mean this could be the birth of a new big thing and like their head engineer used to work for intamin so like they basically picked up the best of what they could find and built a new company yeah so i want to <laughs> see i want to see how it goes yeah i i'm very I am in the camp where if they do good, I'm going to be their number one fan. Not their number one fan, but like I'm going to root for them really heavily. And if they mess it up, I'll be the first one to admit like, yeah, I put a lot of faith in them and they dropped the ball. Right. But they have a chance. They do. Uh, And the the other thing uh, with it is just that like I think a lot of people are taking this. We were all hoping partially for Intamin because we want to see those companies work together again. But just because Intamin isn't well, probably isn't doing Top Thrill Dragster doesn't mean that Cedar Fair and Endemann aren't ever going to work again, together again. Yeah, I've seen a lot of people that are like, if they work together, they're guaranteed working together. If they don't, it means they're not working together for like 10 more years. I'm like, as far as I know, when Dorney was pitching their, or was accepting bids on their new ride, Intamin wasn't thrown off the table immediately, and as far as I know, that is a good sign. That means Cedar Fair is at least considering Cedar or Intamin projects again. Yeah. Um, 
And I mean, I think it's safe to say that we would all love, you know, an Intamin multi-launch on the Vortex plot at King's Island or, you know, an Intamin hot racer at some parks that if they're not going to work with RMC anymore. Like, we all want Intamins to happen. But, man, people need to... It's such a... How do I explain this in a in a not whiny way? People have a parasocial relationship with Intamin, and they're taking this personally, it seems. Yeah, I agree. You're not working with Intamin on this project. How could you? It just makes sense money-wise, guys. <laughs> like, uh, yeah. at, at the end of the day, if it's a good ride, I don't care if Intamin did it, or Zamperla did it, or Togo did it, or Bill the Redneck Hillbilly they found on the Causeway did it. If it's a good ride, it's a good ride. Right. Uh, my, my thing about it has been, like, I think that we're just looking at a giant business deal that was made between Cedar Fair and Zamperla. That, it's that, possible. I mean, we they bought a bunch of rides from them. This is a, a prototype. I mean, they probably are getting some kind of deal. What I get, in, I've thought about, I've, as I've said, I've thought about all of this extensively. Um, so if Zamperla Coaster Division is basically its own quote-unquote company at this point, do you think they would still do, let's say... You know, Soul Spin and Cargo Loco and Wild Mouse and like two coasters and two flat rides on one package deal. Don't know. I mean, I wasn't aware that it was a different company. Are they under the same like umbrella? So they're. I'm trying to think of a really good comparison that you would know. Um, it's kind of like Sam's Club and Walmart, where they're fundamentally different, but on the back end, they're owned. They're both owned by the same company. Yeah. They yeah, just I, present differently. Actually, that's I not mean, a good example. I mean, if all the money is going to the same place, yeah, totally. I could see them doing deals, <clears throat> wrapping, you know, with both companies. But I want to clarify that's not a good example for everyone listening. But it, it's like when you go in a... No, it's not. I can't think of a good example. <laughs> I, I was going to say when you go in a Walmart and there's like a McDonald's or Subway, but that's a terrible example. Like... Totally terrible example. I forget where you're trying to go. Is fine. What did you say, Taylor? I said the Walmart Sam's Club was fine. Like it, it is, but like it's not. Anyway, so okay, so Zamperla. When we get into spike height, this is where I go back and forth almost daily. Um, I was a firm believer in the two fifty to three fifty range until they said nowhere to go but back. Um, and then I started overanalyzing that and I was like, well, if there's nowhere to go, but back, do you launch forward? And then there's like a quote unquote story to this experience where like, you know, you're, let's say it's a racing theme, for example, because mm -hmm. it's pretty much confirmed to be a racing theme, but whatever. Um, so let's say it's a racing theme. Maybe you like go up the top hat and then the story is like you you hit an oil slick or something and then you <laughs> slide back down and there was nowhere to go but back because like you know what i mean yeah or is it like something happens in the story and like oh no we can't go forward at the launch so we're getting launched backwards like i could see it either way yeah exactly yeah. and that's where i start to get into if it's a big launch backwards first i think the spike is going to be taller yeah, 
Yeah. Yeah, probably because yeah. they need more momentum, right? Like going. Well, because yeah, because you're only dealing. Well, it doesn't need it, I guess technically. Um, but I think if it's a weak launch backwards and then a strong launch forwards, that's going to be significantly more underwhelming than if it was a big launch backwards and then a smaller launch forwards, but still a speed boost. Yeah. Okay. Um. But yeah, spike height. I literally go back and forth. There's no FAA filings yet, which doesn't mean anything. But people keep pointing to that. Because as far as I know, you don't need the FAA filings until you're going vertical. So if they don't plan on building that spike until after the season's over, which is personally what I would do, I'd wait until there's no one in the park. You don't need to file for the FAA height clearance yet. I'm wondering if they'll just start going vertical at, right after the announcement. That's what they that's what they did with Orion. They, it, it started going vertical like the next day. So I I wrestle with that too. The timeline of this project because it is in a very mission critical part of the park. If anything goes wrong, oh, it's falling on someone. Okay, yeah, I was really curious about why you thought that. Okay, so it's yeah, yeah. a safety reason as well. Yes. Uh, Especially, that makes sense. I assume they're going to have to close Iron Dragon. Mm, yeah, okay, now that I see what sense. you mean. Yeah, I agree um, with that. I do agree with that. But on the flip side, you're a month out from Hollow Weekends. During Hollow Weekends, they usually have a couple of the smaller coasters closed. I think Iron Dragon was closed last year. Uh, no, it wasn't. So. I don't think it was, because I think I wrote it during Halloween weekends. But either way, you could add it to the list um, of things that are closed, especially with Wild Mouse being there now. They're probably going to keep that open during Halloween weekends, I'd imagine. Um, so Iron Dragon has to close, so maybe they start going vertical with the spike during Halloween weekends? Is that the only thing that would need to close to keep it, like... I mean, disasters happening. It depends how tall it is. If we're talking, yeah. you know, 300 feet, you probably want to close Power Tower and the Celebration Stage and like all these right. things. Wouldn't right you have there. to close that midway if that's what you're concerned? Yeah, about. that's the thing is like, it really depends on the scope of the project, I think, as to yeah. when it's going to start going. Um, but then I start to ask myself, why are they bringing all of it on site now with the announcement next week if they're not going to start working immediately? I guess we'll find out. I guess we'll find out. <laughs> Which then leads into what would they do for a month? Because if all they're doing is a, you know, the same layout it used to be, but with a switch track and a spike, it's not going to take that long to put the old brake run launch track back on because it's pretty much there already. They have to build a new station. That could take a month, I guess. I just want it to have a really good story now that you mention it. Like just I hope excellent, it does. excellent theming needs to occur. Yeah, they've been they've been on that lately. They have. And I think with all the teases that they've put out, like they've definitely put thought into like each and every word. Like I feel like I'm hopeful. Uh, and like to join the team. About the theme? What was that, Larry? Uh, I, I want to throw something weird out there about the theme and see what you guys think. Josh, I was about were... to ask what we all thought, so yeah, go for it. Okay, so Josh, you were you were like space theme, mm -hmm. and, and now so now it looks like it's racing. But if it's going to be such a weird ride for a racing theme, is this like 
futuristic racing? I've extensively thought about this. That's my catchphrase this week. <laughs> um, Jetsons. Jetsons. Elizabeth, what do you think, <laughs> theming-wise? I need to collect oh. my thoughts. Uh, man, this is something. This and the spike are the two things that I've been like, yep. dude. Because I wasn't there, like... I was trying to like even figure it out when you guys were at Coaster Mania and got the keychains, but the keychains obviously don't give too too much. But yeah, the keychain is just the logo that's on the ground now. I wonder. I would love for it to. I don't even know if this is possible, but you guys know like how like arcade games have like high scores or whatnot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I wonder if there's a way that they could potentially have like a high score of the day for like the roller coaster. Whether that be like, because obviously weights on the coaster trains are gonna like impact speed and stuff like that, or maybe even how high they get on the spike or whatnot. Mm, but I wonder if that's something to do with cool. that. That'd be neat. If not, I'm gonna copyright that idea and make my coaster like make Project coaster High Point. Point. I mean, that's what people think PHP stands for. It's Project High Point. I'm getting right. That. So it's like, uh, oh, sorry, you got. Oh, I was just gonna say, um. Because that would be like really neat to see, like if that if it's like racing to the high point, if that is even a thing. I'm I'm not even sure. I don't know. Good question. Yeah, I I don't know that that logo. Now, do we think that says CP Racing? Is that basically? Yeah, yeah. I think that. Yeah. I didn't want it to be CP, but after it showed up with the word racing in the middle, yeah. and then the whole join the team 2024 billboard. I don't see it realistically being anything else. Right. It just, it gives me this, um, it kind of gives me like a, uh, what is that? Like a wipeout vibe or like F-Zero. Like it just sort of reminds me of like a futuristic racing <laughs> thing. I don't know. I, I thought you meant wipe out the hit or a mid-2000s reality game show where people, you know, like fell off things and got oh, hit no. and stuff. <laughs> and then I realized you meant like the PS3 exclusive racing game. Yeah. Yes. Um, that's funny. Yeah, there's going to be the big balls from Wipeout, and you have to jump across them to get into the station. Yeah, oh wow. That'd Perfect. be so epic. Survival of the fittest. <laughs> like, seriously. Well, you have weak legs, train. but you're not getting in the station. Hey, that's why I'm in the gym. I gotta get to the gym for that, but Fair. I think that, it, you think they're, are they redoing the waiting station? I, I haven't seen anything about that, or are they keeping what they have now? Well, they got it by waiting station. You mean the queue or the yeah the like, queue? Oh, sorry, okay. yeah. The queue's been gutted. It's gone. Gotcha. Um, they, okay. They dug a hole there. It, they filled it. In. It's gone. Um, I also don't really see them putting it there just because of the connotation of the accident and how it happened. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the leading theory is that you're gonna enter through like the old exit area. And like where the old picture booth used to be, and the lockers and the entrance will be over there. Well, do we think there's going to be lockers? I've seen people debate this on Twitter. If they do lockers, it needs to be like Wildcats Revenge. I that's what I was about to say because I am of the belief that free lockers cause less accidents because people are less inclined to bring loose articles on a ride if the locker is free. Yeah, and also I think it just. Mm -hmm. It helps in a lot of other ways, too. People can carry around water bottles and yes. sunscreen and stuff like that. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. I wonder. I, that's interesting that people are actually debating that, to be honest. It's, it is what it is. People, like I said, people are taking this project personally. Every aspect of this. 
Yes, yeah. it's it's insane. Yeah, when you started talking about the Q and you're like the leading theory, and I'm like, oh my god, like you are steeped. <laughs> oh no, <laughs> I am. Steeped. I literally at work, if nothing's happening, I'm refreshing Twitter every five minutes, seeing what the new news. And it's literally because I'm working on a video about how the community is interacting with Cedar Point about this. So like, I have to know basically everything and no, it's, I, I like that you do that i do it, i just it's it's really helpful but at the same time there are times where i'm like i need to put my phone away i've been on twitter too much today it's tanking my mental health just because yes. of how at everybody's throat and i've even admitted to some people privately after i've gotten in debates with them on the timeline like yeah i probably was kind of a jerk i'm sorry like we're all under each other's skin right now about it it's crazy yeah i mean like, I i'm know. so sorry please still watch my youtube video that's coming out soon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Like, I um, I, I don't want to sound like GP, but I literally never thought about the Q yeah, no, one it's, time. It's crazy. Like, <sighs> my only thoughts about it have been like, oh, they're not going to put it in the same spot with yeah, the lawsuit and everything. That, yeah. Like, since the beginning, lockers. That's more of a recent like. Oh, if they do it, that's probably smart. But I don't like if they don't do it, I'm not like, oh my god, end of the world, like Yeah. I think they're gonna have to do it though. I mean, I was just at Six Flags Great Adventure recently, which I don't think any of you have been there, sadly. I haven't. I should have. Um, you should have, that's true. But King the Ka has like the strictest like they don't have metal detectors, but they might as well. Like they won't let you wear glasses with a strap. They like no loose articles at all because yeah. it's, I mean, it's 128 miles an hour and 457 feet or 56 yeah. feet. Like, rightfully so. People like someone got hit with a phone standing next to Maverick the other day and they bled. I saw that. They went to the hospital. Yeah. I mean, actually, if you think about it, they probably have those same lockers as Steel Vengeance because the very last thing you're going to want is another incident with something hitting somebody. I agree. You know, I, I think they should just do, like Taylor said, the one that Wildcats Revenge has, where it's yeah. big, it's free, and it's big enough to fit. What, on media day, uh, Larry, I think we had me, you, Chris, and Kyla's stuff all in one we locker. Did. Yeah. And, like, we didn't have to shove, and nothing got broken. Like, they were good-sized lockers. Yeah. And they're free, so everybody uses them. They're right in front of the station, so you don't have to, like... I mean, obviously, you want your phone in line, but, like, diabetics, for example, they need to have their equipment as, as long as they can. Or, like, you know, people with other sorts of... I'll, I'll call them invisible disabilities. for Like, where you don't necessarily qualify for an ADA pass, but you still need medical equipment. You yeah. can't bring that in line for Steel Vengeance. Or like, like Larry said, sunscreen, especially no shade, Liz, to the company you work for. But they're not exactly good at shading cues. They are not. They're terrible at it, in fact. No offense. It gets very hot in Ohio in the summer. People pass out at Kings Island and Cedar Point every day. So like having, you know, sunscreen and like Larry said, water and just the basic necessities until you get to the station is a game changer. Totally. 
That's why I like Maverick so much. It helps the overall experience too, you know, because that way you're not like, man, I need some sunscreen. Like Taylor even knows, like last time we went to a park together, I I burned because like we were just in the sun all day. And all I could think about in the queue line was, man, after this ride, I got to go get my sunscreen. I got to go get a water. I got, you know. Exactly. Yeah. That's the only reason I don't hate standbying Maverick is because so much of the queue is in that covered building and they have fans in there. And so like, it's like an hour out of the sun. Yeah. And they have bins in the station. So you can bring your stuff in line. It's great. Obviously it's not perfect. Cause someone just got hit by a phone there three days ago, but like, it's a good system. Agreed. Hey, you know what else has a covered line? Uh, <laughs> I know exactly where this is going. Go ahead. Cedar Creek mine ride. And oh. Josh didn't want to ride that on Saturday. That's because I need to lose weight, and the bar pushes into me so aggressively. Not as bad as El Toro, I will say. El Toro made me pass a kidney stone because of how hard they had to staple me. Ew. Yeah, Ew. Ew. that sucks. Um, and then I went to Hershey the next day like a boss. Um, yeah, well, was that 90- was a bait and switch. It was 92. Oh, wait, where did you guys think this was going? Flight of Fear. Oh, Flight of Fear. Oh, that was obvious. But I was just, I was on the Cedar Point. Oh. oh, wow. I thought you did that on purpose. <laughs> so did I. <laughs> I you know what I else? We would all know because we were talking about Cedar Point. Josh was getting on me about context clues the other day, and now... You know what else has half of a shaded queue? Flight of Fear. Millennium Force, and I still hate waiting in that queue. Yeah, it's not a great queue. It's My problem with it is that it has shade until it doesn't. Yes. And then once you get out of the shade, you're in the like that the long path up to the station, and it's just gruelingly yes. hot. Yes, it is. Yeah, I start and getting if, like yeah, your yeah. sunglasses get all fuck all, yeah. all greasy. Yeah. And if the ride's not hitting interval, you're just standing there like, come on. Yes. Um. But yeah. So I think shade the queue. It doesn't cost that much. Give us double sided lockers. With that are free, sure, it's going to take money out of your bottom line, but it makes for a better guest experience, which means people are more likely to buy things like drinks in, before they get in line, right? Or, and things like, that you have to carry around the park, exactly. Like, yeah. more, like, I won't buy merch at most parks until the very end of the day, and by that point, I'm so tired that I don't want to go into a shop. I was going to say the exact same thing, yeah, yeah, but also, like, I never shop at those ones that are in the back of the park. Exactly. I have merch I really like, but yes. I'm not going to go but back, I'm not walking for it. back there. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. There's the the Mystic Timbers hoodie at Kings Island. Yes. Uh, I really like that hoodie. I have not bought it because for those reasons. I don't want to carry it all day and it's not it's never in a convenient spot. Wait, are you talking about the zipped one? I think so. Don't they have that in the Emporium? Yeah, I thought that was in the Emporium too. Pete well, sounds pretty good about having like dang. the big ticket ones in Emporium or at one of the front ones. Well, well shoot, dang. that was a really big complaint I had at Hershey was like their gift shop that they force you out through. <laughs> it doesn't when, have the good stuff. When we were there, it's because they want you to go to Chocolate World on the way out. I don't um, want to go to hey, Chocolate which World. One has the good stuff. What? What do you mean? It doesn't have the good stuff. That's the only gift like, shop. Like there I was like. Stuff one Wildcats Revenge shirt in there. And I was like, this is your brand new coaster. Why is there like 
the gray one? I think so. And then they had like a heavy hoodie, and I was like, it is June. I do not want a hoodie right now. We so psychologically speaking, and the way that Disney World was designed, if you guys are familiar with Main Street USA, is the expensive shops are on the right side of the street on your way in because people naturally gravitate to the right. So they want to get you to spend money quickly. The cheap shops are on the way out, are on the way on the right on blah, are on the right on your way out because they want you to stop in the shop on your way out and spend your last dollar. Right, because you're like, okay, I'll buy this. I exactly. Just, yeah, that's where they have you know the small souvenirs, pens, candy, baseballs, t-shirts, whatever. Yeah. But like the the designer shops are on the right on the way in. So we were at the coaster crew event walking through the gift shop of Hershey that you have to go, because we were, like, going to Jen's car. And I go, Main Street USA, hold my beer. You gotta walk through our gift shop to get out of this park. I liked that gift shop. I thought, it, I I loved how big it was, and, like, you had... The no, air condition hits so different yeah. in that gift shop. Yeah, I liked it. I, I, I mean, got... I don't mind that I had to walk out, like, walk through it to walk out. I just thought that they could have had better merch in there. And yeah. I don't need 76 different Reese cup designs. Yes. Yeah. I want coaster merch. I can get Reese's stuff other other places. Chris bought a shirt when we were there. Uh, he bought a shirt that said, like, Ride the Edge. And it was for, <laughs> what the heck, what's it called? Skyrush? Skyrush, yeah. Yeah. But he just I thought saw it was so shirt. funny that it said, Ride the Edge. I saw that shirt when we were, because I had seen him wearing it, like, on Twitter or something. And then when we were there the other day, I saw it, and I'm like, oh, that's where he got it. Yeah, he just thought that was hilarious, which it kind of is. Okay, so, but when I say, like, the leading theory on Q, like, there's theories about where that Q's gonna be. <laughs> yeah, I know. There's theories about, like, where the station's gonna be. No, there's theories I, I about, it, it's crazy. I, this was, you're me during the Orion thing. Yes. But, but I can't, I just, this one, I'm just, now I care. Now that they've started like really teasing it, I'm like, yes, this is interesting. But before, now it, it just wasn't, it just wasn't a big enough deal to me for me to follow it that closely. I think it's funny that you're getting into it now because a lot of the people that have been into it the whole time, the mantra is it's next Tuesday. We'll find out soon, basically, yeah. is what everybody's coming around to. Um, yeah, yeah. It's, it's. Very interesting to me, at, like Elizabeth was saying, like with the marketing on this, how they've handled it. It they captured people for two years and it cost them nothing. Yeah, that's crazy. Word is also like one of the most powerful tools. Marketing oh yeah, wise. If you yeah, can get a conversation 100%. started around what you're doing. Man, yes. traction's going to be like crazy. Yes. yes. Well, they did that. They, if I was Tony Clark right now, I think the only thing I'm worried about is, did I do my job too well? <laughs> like, you know what I mean? How, what, no, what do you mean? <laughs> like, did I build the hype up for this ride too oh, much? Gotcha. Uh, nah, I wouldn't blame him for that. Yeah, we kind uh, of just let our imagination uh, run yeah, wild. It's the same thing with Orion. Like people got people hyped themselves up for like or Miss Timbers, where everyone thought there was like a drop track or something in the shed. It's like you're you're coming up with stuff that you have no reason to believe. Yeah. Wait, that's so 
when they started teasing what's in the shed, had they already released like their POV or whatever? Like the- I don't think so. No, and that uh, and like there was like a, I don't know, like one of those like CAD, like AutoCAD things that got released, but uh, and you could sort of see the layout, but everyone just thought there was this big because they were doing the hashtag "What's in the shed." They thought yeah. there was this big secret in there. That's like what they did with like Ki Right Track. Like they were convincing themselves that somehow that meant Sin of Beast was coming back when yeah, that very no, obviously was that like, in. It was obvious that's why that I think Son of Beast is coming back every year, and that's what I love to yeah. see. It'll be like, <laughs> even like with Orion, it's like, oh, that's that's Son of Beast, and like Cargo Loco, you never know. They could be putting Son of Beast right here. <laughs> like, uh, guys, are, yeah. chill out, dog. <laughs> were you working on those videos that, that were like KI right track? Like, um, I I started in March, so whatever you guys have seen since like preseason, I've done. Okay, we're not. Because those were like oh, yeah. I, I thought those were like so clear what it was teasing. It was like okay, that's obviously oh, just not adventure four. You're talking about the teases like the week before it opened. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. That was. I couldn't believe it. I, just like you guys, what are you thinking? Like, it's... why would we start teasing for a ride one in May and two like when we're about to reopen this huge yeah. a- new area? Why would we like over that? <sighs> yeah, but people work themselves up into a lather, uh, <laughs> and they just come up with these crazy ideas. Like, oh, it's gonna—they're gonna extend the layout like all the way across Lake Erie into Canada, and then it's gonna, yeah, like no, dude, that's not gonna happen. <laughs> and here's the, the first... thing about that. Oh, you—you you can go, Elizabeth. No, I was just gonna be like, it's the first coaster that crosses countries, like. <laughs> I love the outer stuff. It's entertaining, but to a point, it's like, do they oh, believe that's, it? That's what I was about to say. Is I love doing that. Like me and Taylor once were talking about, like they're gonna get rid of uh, corkscrew and then reuse that station and put a JoJo roll over the midway switch tracking in the middle. And like we're clearly not being <laughs> serious, but it's just fun. It's yeah, fun to troll sometimes. But a lot of people don't have that distinction between this is an idea i have and this is a plausible idea that can happen yeah yeah and that's been that's why this time i'm just chill it's just like yeah i'm just i'm gonna ride it it's gonna be fun it's gonna be great there will be another coaster at cedar point eventually it's not that big a deal but like with orion it was like everybody that's the reason i'm able to enjoy that ride is because everybody got i was disappointed too when it wasn't like as big as fury i thought it was going to be bigger than fury it wasn't but people just refused to like believe it for like months until the announcement. And then it happened and they were like, what? That leads me into something that is semi in the vein. Um, You know how there's the mantra that um, Cedar point gets the record breakers. Canada's wonderland gets the first Kings Island gets the leftovers basically. Oh, that's not how I feel, but yeah. I, that. But that's the mantra. That's what yeah. say. <laughs> I, I'm not agreeing with that, just to be clear. But like, I was thinking recently of like, because obviously everybody and their mother wants an RMC at Kings Island. Yeah. So like, I was thinking, Steel Vengeance was the record holder. Iron Gwazi is now the record holder. Would Cedar Fair be like, well, Cedar Point doesn't have the record anymore. Might as well take it back. Like, I see... 
not building bigger than Fury kind of makes sense because another park in the chain still holds that record. Yeah. So you're kind of like undercutting one of your other crown jewels. I mean, the big five parks, Canada's Wonderland, not Cedar Point, um, Kings Island, and right. the other one. I mean, there are a lot of reasons why Orion is what it is, but it's great. Yeah, ride. yeah, of course. Yeah. Oh, it's a wonderful ride. But, but that's what really... I... Without doubt. Chris! Chris! <laughs> Uh, but like, do you think Cedar Fair would be like, like, where do you think they draw the line between we don't want to undercut another park and well, a park in another chain has the record. We can build bigger than what another park has now. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, I don't know. Personally, I don't think this current administration at Cedar Fair cares about that. About records or about what? Uh, about I don't think that they're very focused on trying to beat. Yeah, beat records anymore. Well, Tony Clark said that at Coaster Mania last year was that Cedar Point's done with the Coaster Wars. Yeah. Yeah. And he I... also implied when I interviewed him that if you don't like New Dragster just because it's not, you know, the biggest or the fastest, that basically makes you not an enthusiast. I thought he said that about Wild Mouse. No, he said that about Dragster. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. Oh, I, I thought I, yeah, it was about Wild Mouse too. I mean, I understood his point. He was like, you're a bad enthusiast because you can't appreciate rides for what they are. Like, not every ride's designed to do something different. Yeah. Not that uh, I think you're a bad enthusiast for not liking a ride, but... Well... Like, the any... only liking the biggest, baddest, and fastest, like... Come on. You gotta, you gotta appreciate other things. I agree. Um, does anybody like, have any... I'm going to call them off-the-wall predictions that you want to throw out there about Dragster that you don't necessarily believe enough to, like, tweet as a prediction, but you still want to get proof that, hey, maybe that could happen. I still want to say that they're going to take the height record with the spike. I just, I really want it to happen. I want it to be a backwards launch into a weaker forward launch. I still want it to be space-themed somehow, and um, it's going to be zoomy and fast and tall. Larry, any off the wall predictions? I I really don't. I really don't have any. I think my biggest quote unquote off the wall is not even off the wall. It's because when I made the video discussing this back in January, it was very popular, but it's kind of fallen to the wayside. Is I cannot shake in the back of my mind that it's going to be a midway overhaul between the, where the two oh, racing yeah. logos currently are. Um, if you are in, if you've been to Cedar Point recently, or if you haven't. You, you might know where the racing logos are. They are, like, right on the bridge where you can see the new footers all the way to, like, the end of the top hat. So I think if they redo that section of the midway between there... I, I So I guess my dark horse pick is a midway overhaul. Yeah. Yeah. Which would be nice. What about, what about you, Elizabeth? Do you have any, like, off-the-wall? I don't have anything too off-the-wall. I would like, to, I think I'll just stick with my racing idea, like my idea for the racing. Something about like topping each other or just making it a, a, something competitive. But I don't, I'm still trying to wrap my mind around it. But I've also, kind of like what Josh said, I've been like following it so much that I'm at the point where it's like, I just want to wait until, yeah. you know. I, I feel you. It comes out. I feel like. I've burnt myself out, especially on the marketing half, because I'm like, I yes. always have to keep up with like what every other park is doing. So that way I make mm. sure that, you know, my park is my park is on top. So I feel like I've burnt out a little bit, but not in a bad way, but just 
I've oversaturated as, my guessing skills. As much as you can say, and obviously don't say anything to put your job at Jeopardy or anything, but, like, do you guys find out about what other parks are going to market beforehand, or do you find out, like, when they tweet it out, for example? Um, me personally, I find out when they tweet out. <laughs> so what you're, what you're basically I, I, saying I is know. Chad probably knows, but you don't get to find out. I don't I That's a good question. I'll, I'll have to ask him. I'm curious now because I'm like, because I know that like, I know what goes on in our park and stuff like that. Like yeah, I know what yeah, yeah, yeah. like everybody else would know. Um, but other parks, it's like, I'm one of you guys, but I'm what, guessing what? the higher ups do know what's going on. What you're telling me is that you know that Son of Beast is coming back in 2028? Right where Cargo Loco is, yes. <laughs> They're going to tear out <laughs> no, Cargo Loco. That's inefficiency. It's kind of Loco, but... They're going to take okay. out Great Pumpkin Coaster and replace it with Son of Beastie. And it's oh, going to be... <laughs> Great Pumpkin I... Coaster gives me a fright, honestly. I, still need, I need you to hook it up so I can get that credit, by the way. Oh, I'll ride it with the you, Front Row. Yeah. I'll, I'll let you borrow Eight feet a of child. Fury. <laughs> Aren't your chi- child's too old for that? <laughs> child's, uh, I think my daughter could still get on it. You know, Larry, I usually feel like people who borrow kids to ride coasters are kind of sketch, but I think I'd be comfortable borrowing your kid. Yeah, I, they should. They should make Josh anyway, right? exclusively I mean, for getting coaster credits. Just to clarify, yes. yes. Um, okay, so let's wrap this up in a nice little bow. I'm going to ask each of you uh, a question, just off the wall here. Um, Elizabeth, what is your least favorite coaster that you've ever ridden? Least favorite? Oh, I, I bet it's Firehawk. And why is it in Vertigo? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it's actually Corkscrew. Oh my gosh. Yeah, it was my second ride. We went and did Millennium. And then we did Corkscrew right after. (laughs) And it was just terrible. Like, instant headache. And it's, I mean, it's a beautiful, beautiful coaster to photograph. And like, I was like, oh, it's so pretty. But then I saw no one was in line for it. And that should have been a red flag. And it wasn't because I'm like, oh, first time at Cedar Point, we got to get them all. No, you did not have to get them all, Elizabeth. <laughs> so I'd have to get it with Corkscrew. I love standing, like, obviously, where the iconic Corkscrew, like, that leans over the midway. I love standing right there and just watching people's heads bob back and forth because of how jarring it is. <laughs> yeah. Do you people watch or do you watch Corkscrew? <laughs> exactly. Same That's thing funny. at Canada's Wonderland. If anybody who's listening has ever been there, you'll know where I'm talking about. Right at a flight deck their slc it it's first drop like goes right next to a pathway that you're always walking to get out of like that side of the park over by behemoth and i always if it's dispatching i wait to watch people's feet just violently gyrate back and forth (laughs) it's so funny um taylor yes what is your top three bucket list parks and which coaster are you looking forward to the most at each of those parks? Um, hmm. Okay. Like top three bucket lists, like not like I reasonably expect to get there anytime soon. I mean, it could, it could be something that you expect to get to next year. It could be something you don't expect to get to in 20 years. I don't know. Okay. I really want to do ghost rider at knots. 
That's um, a good one. I mean, I really want to get El Toro. I mm. should have got El Toro. Actually, no, it was down when I was up over there anyway, so I couldn't have got right. it. You wouldn't have. I wouldn't have because it opened like that a Saturday. Yes, it did. Uh, it might have been a week. Either way, you were within a week or two. Yeah. And then I guess I probably have to go see my friend in Buffalo and ride Superman. Oh, Predator, though. Whatever. Oh, yeah, Predator. Okay, I care more about Predator. <laughs> um, Elizabeth, if you don't know what Predator at Darien Lake is, it used to have the reputation for being one of the roughest wooden roller coasters, and they just put two sections of Titan track on it in the last couple of years. And it became like my sweet spot. I have a deep love for this coaster, even though everybody else still hates it because they haven't ridden it yet. You need to show okay. her the transition video from the Titan track to the back. The one that somebody I've seen recorded. pictures of the Predator, but I have not like watched a POV or anything. You should come up to Buffalo when we host you for the playoffs because we're going to be the number one seed this year. Um, mm. And then we'll go to the playoff game and... <laughs> Um, by the way, for people listening, Elizabeth is a Kansas City Chiefs fan. I'm a Buffalo Bills fan. They currently He's happen to be like the hottest rivalry in football. So if what you're a football fan, yeah, if you if you happen to be a football fan, you'll probably hear some quips throughout the season between the two of us. Can happen, Larry. I have a yes. question for you. Okay. What is your favorite memory at an amusement park? Why and why are you on Twitter right now? That is my other question. I'm multitasking. <laughs> I can multitask. Uh, I saw the notification. I I don't know. I might have to go. Uh, I've got a couple really. I've got the the Iran announcement, but I might have to go with the um, Wildcats Media Day. Uh, that was, that was a, a really good day. That was a really good day. I mean, I you know it was really fun hanging out with you guys, you and. Uh, Kyla, and then Chris and Jen, and meeting El Toro Ryan. It was just a really cool day. I um, after Elizabeth, get off Twitter. Um, I gotta get see what he put. You on Twitter? How do you know we're on Twitter? If because my Twitter. phone is on my desk in front of me, and I just saw mentioned by Elizabeth. We tweeting while on the pod. Um, <laughs> what I said, you wrote Cole Cracker, right, Larry? Yes, I did. I said, imagine. The the speed that we, we got with me, you, and Kyla at the King's Island log flume, but going over the ejector hill on Cole Cracker. All that, yeah. <laughs> That'd be insane. Uh, it sounds scary, almost. And you can fit, well, you can fit five people in those boats comfortably. So, like, me, you, Chris, uh, and a couple other, like, bigger dudes, and we could get some airtime. Yeah, we might die. Hershey Park <laughs> Cole Cracker accident? Uh, that is question mark, question mark, red arrow. Um, <laughs> that actually is probably my favorite log flume that I've ever been on. Oh, I agree. Also, I see you on Twitter, Taylor. Um, I agree. It is, it was like, it was so lackadaisical until that moment. Like we were just floating through the water. It was a wonderful little time. And we go down the hill and I'm like, oh, I heard you don't really get wet on this. And then I'm eight inches above the boat which is eight inches out of the water and i'm like oh where did that come from it's a good ride it is a good ride well if you made it this far into the podcast thank you for sticking along Wait. with our ramblings what 
Nobody asked you a question. Oh, that's true. Ask me a question. Um, when are we playing hide and seek again? Um, <laughs> whenever we can all get to Darien Lake. Ooh, see, don't they have a whack layout though? Actually, it's not as bad. They fixed some of their policies, so it still isn't great, but it's significantly better than the last time I ranted about it. It's hide and seek. Hide and seekable. Yes. Um, Elizabeth, for context, uh, opening weekend at Kings Island, or was it open? No, it wasn't. No, it was the the weekend after. She told me about Uh, this, and I'm like, oh my gosh, I want to do it so bad. Yeah, except we'd have to tweak the rules because I was the only finder, and the park is just too big. And Dawson changed an area. Dawson, I should have. I'm. I could have had Dawson early if I like. If uh, you didn't tell him that he could wear a disguise. No, he hadn't disguised at that point. I was walking down I Street, and I got a text from, like, Larry or someone that's like, oh, I saw you two minutes ago, and I turned around. I was, like, eight feet away from Dawson, and he claims I would have locked eyes with him two seconds later. That was on... That was actually in Frontier Town. I was in the, um... I was in an arcade near the beast. Maybe it wasn't you then, but I got a text from somebody, maybe it was Kyla, that, like, implied I would have... And I turned around, and later Dawson's like, yeah, you were, like, three steps away from me. Yeah, he texted me when you were, like, he thought he was about to be found. He was like, ah, because I was over in Rivertown, hiding in mm-hmm. the arcade. Which is a coward move. We, we gotta do this as, like, a blog thing, where we're, like, <laughs> just all get all footage of us being like, okay, I'm, this is where I'm hiding, and, like, put it together. That'd be yes, so fun. I, I think if we ever do a podcast meetup in a park, uh, we should do a big game of hide and seek. It would be yeah. great. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Um, I do. I would like to play it again. My real answer, Taylor, is whenever we can all be in the same park at the same time. Beautiful. I think Cedar Point seems like the place where that's going to happen next. I would imagine. I feel like it's easier for us to all get there than anywhere yeah. else. Yeah. I also think that it would be better there because. Um, I'm probably going to get there end of August into September. And it was really hot that day at Kings Island. Yeah, it was. Yeah. So if it's like a cool day at Cedar Point with the breeze off the lake, Oof, like that's a that. nice. Yeah, yeah that's, that's that's a good day. And honestly, so, I'd love to go to Cedar Point soon. We should all go. We should all go. I might be there Labor Day, like the Sunday before Labor Day. I know, Elizabeth, you're off on Sundays a lot. Is that what? Yes. Is that uh, September 4th? Fourth, I think. Yeah. yeah, I think I might be there that day. Oh, that's, no, it's the third. The fourth is Labor Day. Uh, how bad is uh, Labor Day weekend? I was there last year and it was not bad at all. Okay. Fast lane price Labor Day Monday is one hundred fifteen dollars, so they're not expecting that many people. Oh, okay. For Fast lane might... plus. Oh, are you gonna try? Okay, I might try to get there for that. <laughs> uh, yeah, I might. I don't know if we'll stay like Saturday to Sunday. I think we did that last year, but I think we'll definitely try to be there that Sunday at least. Okay. Gotcha. Okay. Thank you guys for sticking through all of our rambles about everything. Um, let us know on Twitter. If there's anything you want to discuss next, if you want us to discuss next week, um, you can find all of us at our individual handles, which is at flight of Taylor at, why is yours coaster KI or something? Like I, that? I don't, I don't. Know. You need to change it to KI coaster guy. 
It drives um, me insane. And then I'm at Station Weight, and Elizabeth is at ZPop7. You can tag any of us individually and say, you should talk about this on the podcast. Or you can find us at Quad Down Pod on Twitter. That is the account that collectively is for this podcast, obviously. Um, hey, and we're on TikTok, too. We are on TikTok. Is it Quad Down Pod there as well? It, yes, it's Quad Down Pod. Underscores in between the words. Ugh. Sorry. <laughs> I don't like um, seeing them next to each other like that. It's weird. That's what capital letters are for. Um, yeah. So let us know what you want us to talk about next week. Um, we might, if depending how much traction we get, um, put out a post asking for questions or prompts or that kind of thing. But So follow us on social media. Let us know if there's anything you want to talk about. And everybody have a great day or night wherever you are in the world. All right. All right. Bye. Uh, Ryan's a giga. Orion is a giga.